You're listening to Rama for Today. Are you listening to me? You're not going to just float through life on flowery beds of ease. Tests and trials comes to all of us. Saved or unsaved. Amen. Men of faith or whatever. The crisis of life comes. The difference of whether we make it or not when the crisis of life comes is whether we hold fast to our confession. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his classic teaching, Confession. Many of us who believe in Jesus Christ don't understand the importance of confession in our everyday lives. Confession means more than just confessing our sins. But what are we to confess? Kenneth E. Hagan will clearly explain the blessing and benefits that come when we who believe make Bible-based confessions a vital part of our lives. Stay tuned for this timeless teaching. Also, later in this broadcast, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, now the Spirit of God does bring Scripture to you, remember, sometimes, and sort of quicken it to you, all right? But right on the other hand, I say the Word of God's already alive. Remember Hebrews 4.12? For the Word of God is quick. Didn't say it's going to be quick. That means alive. Hallelujah. The Word of God is quick and powerful. Is. Is. Hallelujah. You getting it? Is. Word of God is quick and powerful. I like another translation. He said, the word of God's a living thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So, some say, that now, now you can't act on God's word. Unless God, unless the spirit of God quickens that to you and then you can. I say, if the word of God said it, it's true. If the word, the word of God's already alive, the Word of God's already quickened, the Word of God's already anointed, holy men of old wrote as they were moved by the Spirit of God. Amen. Now, when I read Philippians 4.19, you know what Philippians 4.19 says, don't you? But my God shall supply half of your need. Oh, how much? Oh, oh, my, my. But what are you doing getting by on half rations then? Something's wrong somewhere, isn't it? Well, from all probability, you've been confessing it. That's a reason. Well, just start confessing that he supplies all your needs instead of half of them. Hallelujah. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Now, I believe I can act on that verse. I believe I can confess that that word is true and confess that God, my God, supplies all of my need. Hallelujah. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now someone that maybe not know for sure whether the scripture is there or not, the scripture might, the Holy Ghost might bring it to their attention. Once in a while he does with all of us. But if I know what the word said, I can make my confession of my faith in the word of God. Hallelujah. Can you say Amen. So now then you confess that he supplies all your need. But now notice what the text said. Let us hold fast our confession. Now what would you need to hold fast to it? Because you see, if you look at circumstances, it looks like it's not working. Why would you need, why would the Bible said to hold fast? You, you remember over there in the book of Revelation when Jesus appeared to John on the Isle of Patmos? 
And in those first three chapters, particularly the second and third chapter, he gave him a message for those seven churches in Asia Minor. They apply to us too, but those were actually literally churches that existed in that day. And you notice in, in speaking to two of them, he said something very similar. But one of them, he put it just in these words, and the other is a similar statement, not just word for word. He said, hold fast that which thou hast. Well, that means hold on to it, doesn't it? That means don't give it up, doesn't it? You know, if, if, if we had just, you know, you couldn't see, here's a, here's a rope that's going through this hallway here. And somebody said to Fred and to these other two fellows here, now you fellas get a hold in that rope. And boy, I mean hold fast to it. Well, they would automatically understand that maybe on the other end of the rope where they can't see that there's some kind of a force or something that maybe tried to jerk it out of their hands. Well, you see, there is an enemy arrayed against us that's going to try to defeat us. That's really said, hold fast. Amen. That means exert some ability, doesn't it? That means perhaps exert strenuous effort. You see, if you're looking for something easy, you might as well forget it right now. Are you listening to me? You're not going to just float through life on flowery beds of ease. Tests and trials comes to all of us. Saved or unsaved. Amen. Men of faith or whatever. The crisis of life comes. The difference of whether we make it or not when the crisis of life comes is whether we hold fast to our confession. Amen. And so... We confess that the Lord supplies all of our needs. Well, now, don't be like one person I know of. They confessed in church, got up, you know, and just shouted about it. Yeah, God meets all my needs. Praise God. I'm standing on that scripture. We used to sing a song, you know, standing on the promises. We did a lot of singing about it, but we didn't do too much standing. <laughs> we, we, we got moved off of them pretty easy. You know, we didn't hold fast, you know. And just as soon as the service was over, here are these two people talking. Just, they just got through testifying in the church service that God supplies all my... I'm standing on Philippians 4.19. He supplies all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And it wasn't 10 minutes after the service over to this talking about, I don't know how in the world we're going to make it. <laughs> I tell you, it looks like we're going to lose the car. We just can't make our payments. They're going to take the telephone out next week. We can't pay our bill. Well, now that's not holding fast, is it? <laughs> I said, is it? No. no, that's not holding fast. Hold, let us hold fast our confession. Now, when it comes to healing, you know how to get healed and stay healed? One way to get, to get healed, there, there are several ways to get healed, but now here's a way to stay healed. Constantly confess what the Word of God says about it. Praise God. What does the Word of God say? Well, now here's one of my favorites, 1 Peter 2.24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we bed, being dead to sin shall live unto righteousness. Now notice this last part of the verse. By whose stripes ye were healed. <coughs> Hallelujah. Well, if we were healed, then I was. See, it's past tense. If I was, then I am. I really think that's the best way to be healed. Because then you know how you got it. You can hold on to it. Where if you depended on somebody else to pray. And God moves in all these ways to try to help people. But I believe that he wants to move us on to standing on God's word for ourselves. Can you say amen? amen. And uh, 
you know, uh, again, if you listen to some folks, you know, they're, uh, one, one fellow said, you know, now he believed God heals all right if it's his will. And if it's not, well, he But that healing doesn't actually belong to us. See, if healing actually belongs to us, then it is his will. You know, why would God make provision for his people to have something that it wasn't his will for them to have? I mean, wouldn't that be stupid? Now, isn't that strange? Would, would God provide something for us? Send his son? That great sacrifice to purchase something for us that is not his will for us to have. Amen. So it boils down to this. Does healing belong to us or does it not? Is healing in God's redemptive plan? Now one fellow commenting on 1 Peter 2.24. Someone was kind enough to send me one of his tapes. <laughs> now he went on to say that he is a theologian. I don't know, sometimes unkind words jump to my lips. I have to sort of swallow to keep them down. <laughs> you know, and that he had gone to school and that he had studied, you know, that this verse of scripture wasn't talking about physical healing. Now you've got to read it. See, he said it's talking about sin. It said, who his own self bear our sin. Or sin in his own body on the tree. That we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by whose stripes. He said that's talking about being healed from sin or of sin. Well, uh, in the first place, uh, the sinner, he, he doesn't get his sins healed. <laughs> now see, if you had a sore on your nose... Just say this fellow right here had a big sore here, all like a boil or something come up there. And he gets that healed. The boil is healed or the sore, but he still got the same nose he had. You don't get no new nose with it. But when the sinner gets saved, hallelujah, he becomes a new man. He didn't just get his sin healed. That man on the inside was born again. And became a new man in Christ Jesus. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer, the Confession Package. This package consists of the book by Ken Hagan entitled, I Will Not Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit. The next resource in this package is Kenneth E. Hagen's four CD series entitled Confession Series. These great resources are at the special price of $24.95. That's $18 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A. Dot org, rhema org, or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box five zero one two six, Tulsa, Oklahoma, seven four one five zero. We always love to hear from our listeners, 
So write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Hey, I want to talk to you about where you can go and get all kinds of things about Rama. We have a channel on Roku and we have over 37,000 subscribers right now. Awesome. So, you might want to go and be a part of that. And you know that there's always some teaching going on there on that channel all yes. the time. And if you would like to to watch uh, our Sunday AM services, our events, uh, a camp meeting, Winter Bible, uh, you know, uh, those are all available on Rama.org. That's and right. You can go and you can listen to those. Uh, you can read our Word of Faith magazine online, yes. or you can download it even if That's you want. Right. Uh, you can access Rama Praise archive videos and conferences. You can listen to to our radio broadcast Rama for Today. All of these are there at Rama dot org. Now, if you want to watch us, because we stream our services here That's right. from the from the campus here at Rama, you can be a part of our uh, e audience. Yeah, our yes. e audience. We have a tremendous e audience that will watch yes. us. I think last Sunday we had sixteen hundred and some odd watching us mm-hmm. online. That's every Sunday morning at ten a.m. That's Central Time. Central Time. Thank yes. you for the help there. <laughs> and then at six o'clock on Sunday evening Central Time, and then. It is at seven o'clock on Wednesday evening. We call it Hour of Power, seven to eight every Wednesday evening. Yes. You can just go to Rama.org and you can tune in, or go Rama.tv and you can tune into that. And also, we also when we have our camp meeting and our winter Bible seminar uh, that are not uh, those are streamed online. Those are streamed online. Also, you yes. can watch those. So I just want to invite you to. Actually, go to Rama.org and it gets all that information. Tells you everything you need to know. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at Rama.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.